0: Welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm
1: Ashley Brooke Roberts.
0: This is a podcast all about reality television.
1: That it is, Nick.
0: And on this podcast in particular, we will be recapping The Challenge Season 32, Final Reckoning, Episode 15. Wheel of Fortune?
1: That's right.
0: Wait a minute. Are you trying to say that they didn't really even change up the name at all? They didn't
1: even change up the name. I think they've
0: done that before, though. I, I, I don't think they, they have a it, rule.
1: They I mean, Did they do it with House of Cards, yeah, maybe? Yeah, something like that. It they did. just took the name of the show.
0: Yeah, they didn't call it uh, Joss of Cards. Or
1: shameless. <laughs> yeah joss of cards that would have been great it, is
0: it surprising to you that josh joss doesn't have an episode named after him
1: mm, it is surprising because i feel like we see him in interviews a lot
0: oh that's funny i was being very sarcastic oh uh and i was trying to do it with my face too oh there-
1: <laughs> i wasn't I, I didn't catch up on your sarcasm you know that's a hard, that's the thing about sarcasm not always readable
0: i get it <laughs> Were you're being sarcastic
1: Come on. Oh. Um, why haven't Joss had a episode Cause named after Him?
0: Because he sucks. He doesn't do anything. He
1: doesn't suck. He's just kind of boring. He sucks. I mean, he did get beat really bad by Derek. That was cool. Yeah, he gets Last beat, season. He got
0: beat in, an, uh, in another season, and that's why you think he's great yeah he stinks he's not doing anything
1: it's interesting i would i I find amanda to be like so such a polarizing reality television personality you would think that joss would bring something to the table you're not even getting a picture of joss in their relationship like they they did that little thing where they were like he's a farm boy remember that he was like i grew up on a farm but with an english accent
0: i love amanda Uh, That's my Joss impression. Um, Okay, guys. Why don't we kick this crap into gear? Speaking
1: of Amanda, this episode of the Challenge Final Reckoning starts with a recap from last week where they go over once again that Amanda and Zach had to go into the ring against Corey and Devin. As Nick points out, this is pretty great for Amanda and Zach because this happened two episodes ago.
0: Yeah, if you're... If your episode storyline is in the recap of two consecutive episodes, that's big time on this show. Big time.
1: The episode opens up um, with Armageddon. Shane saying uh, to Marie, I can't wait to blast all your shit on Twitter. Let's remind ourselves that Shane and Nelson are going up against Marie and Kara in a Armageddon that has um, pretty much... Broken apart a friendship, it appears, it appears from the storyline. Alliances
0: have been fractured, uh, friendships possibly destroyed.
1: The Lavender Ladies voted in the only team that was not in their alliance fully, and that was Kara and Marie. Kara, of course, being aligned with Johnny and Tony. Now, we had discussed uh, last week about why didn't the Lavender Ladies throw in Devin and Corey? And I think that that answer pretty much... Uh, that question answers itself, right, Nick? Yeah. So we're seeing them before they go into Armageddon. Or they're, they're in Armageddon. They're standing there. TJ's talking. And Shane and Marie are going back and forth, trading barbs. Shane says, you know, he's going to spill all the beans on social media. And then we get a nice little interview clip from Marie saying, uh, no, you're not, Shane. I am the one. I'm good with words. And you know what, folks? She is. Here's a quick plug from Marie's Twitter. It's funny. The game that they are going to be playing, the elimination they are going to be playing, is called Meet Me in the Middle. This is kind of a giant maze with a bunch of doors you got to break down, get into the middle, unlock a box. Both teammates have to meet in the middle with a key to unlock the box at the same time. Once they do that, they are then able to run to a team bell. Once they ring the bell, they have won the elimination.
0: Now these are, you know, it looks like... um Uh, Maybe. What do you think the doors are made out of?
1: Well, some doors are made out of just like saran wrap or it's like Uh thick saran wrap. And then some doors just look sort of like plaster doors. So it's a mix of material for sure. The problem with this is that how could they possibly have a gender equalizer happening?
0: Here's the thing. I don't really go on on the message boards. I don't really check any of that stuff out. I'm sure that's where you're getting this equalizer rhetoric from. I don't. Know if they're doing equalizers? Really,
1: I'm basing mine off completely off of the Cam um and Kaylee, Polly, Natalie elimination right. from earlier this season. Earlier
0: this season, that was like six months ago. It feels
1: yeah, like. it does. It does feel like it. And you know what? You're right. We did have and a listener since then.
0: Either all female teams or male female teams have been getting whooped by two male teams. It's true. It, 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 so I, I do. I'm not I don't think that there's an equalizer. Has has any of the cast come out on Twitter and said, oh, uh, by the way, there, there there's equalizers. So don't get all up in arms about sort of the elimination challenges.
1: They did early in the season. And then um, we had a listener, Mike, point out that you were actually correct in yeah, the yeah. last they episode never said that they never actually said it yeah. on the show, that it was just being said. Um, by you on by this social podcast, social media, social media. <laughs> well,
0: you're seeing it on social media, but I'm not seeing. I, I'm not seeing it ha- happen on the show, right? All of the outcomes that I assume that would happen based on, uh, oh, I think it might be easier for a man to bust through a wall than a woman. Once again, I'm right. Yeah. Because this thing happens and boom, 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 boom. What happens? Uh, You got Shannon Nelson winning this motherfucker. Yeah,
1: they won. They won pretty quick. Um, Before they won, though, there was an interview with Cara and Marie. And Cara was saying that Marie's learned what a real friend is uh, through this whole experience. And then, Nick, you looked at me. You said Cara is so odd. What was going on? You've always been a huge okay, car fan. I am a huge
0: car fan. Uh, calling somebody odd does is not a judgment on whether or not I'm a fan of theirs. That's true. Uh, I believe me. If you, I, I won't call any of them out. But if you know any of my real friends and family, very odd folks. <laughs> um, hey, some say my girlfriend's kind of odd as hey, well. Hey, come on, come on now. My cat, very normal. Um, so here's the thing with Kara. I, it just, I had an epiphany that, you know, Cara to me, <clears throat> she's gorgeous, Cara. And, and she's also gorgeous in such a presentational way that I'm like, boy, you're like professionally gorgeous. Like, Yeah, you, she's got stage makeup on. Something tells me when I see, if you see Cara kind of like just at the coffee shop, she's got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's not leaving the house without like being, you know, presentational. Right. Now, I don't know. That to me that takes somebody with a lot of confidence to do all that. You Interesting.
1: Know? I was going to go the okay. other way so and that, say that she's creating you're, you're a boundary right. between her and other people okay. by putting on a mask.
0: So that's my epiphany is I'm realizing, oh, this is the mask. You know what I mean? And also her mannerisms to me are very much of somebody who Maybe was ostracized and wanted to fit in with the group a lot. Yeah, and uh, you know, like kind of her, like uh, well, whatever, uh, I don't, whatever you think, I don't know, and like kick a can down the street. Like something tells me that she, <laughs> I don't know, she, she, I. Something tells me that she didn't have a great relationship with. Now, stay with me, women growing up. Interesting. I'm going to say that she was a tomboy. And I'm gonna say, cause she kind of has tomboy mannerisms, the way that she kind of like relates to people is very like, I don't know, who cares? I don't show my feelings, like a lot of that sort of stuff. Like, I'm one of the guys, like one of those things. Yeah. And it all was coming to me in this scene. Also, I wanna say she does seem like she's brainwashing Marie. There is like a little bit of like, you see, Marie, now I'm your only friend now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they a real friend wouldn't do that to you. I'm a real friend. I'm the one by you. It's like there is like this like rhetoric that is being like um, she keeps sort of saying and being in Marie's ear. And you can kind of see Marie just kind of folding and, and falling for it. It
1: is kind, it is a little strange how much Mar- Cara is pushing this like victim story on Marie. Like turns yeah. out Marie didn't have any friends in the house. Yeah,
0: she's writing the story. She you know what I mean? writing she's writing the, the narrative.
1: She is really pushing this idea that Marie is getting completely fucked over by her friends. And I, I said this last week, if Marie was my partner, I'd be like, man, that sucks. But like, they didn't really, I, I, you know, it stinks, but I, they're still your friends. Don't. Be, don't get too in your head about this. Let's just get in there and win. Because I would want my partner to feel not so defeated. Yeah. But maybe part of Kara's strategy is to have Marie feel like she only has Kara to depend on.
0: I have I have a question. Yeah. Do you think that Kara thinks that there will be a twist at the end of this show where Marie is going to have to make a choice on whether or not she splits mm. some sort of money mm. with Kara and she needs to befriend her to know that she's at least guaranteed half the money if they win, if not all the money, if it's up to her,
1: I think Kara can see. I, I think she probably suspects a twist like that, but I also think Kara believes that if there is a twist like that, she would be the one making the decision.
0: Yeah, but the twists and turns are just for drama in this season. There doesn't seem to yeah. be any reward for playing really well. It's more like, guess what? <laughs> There's another trap door. See you. And I it's don't just like, see
1: <sighs> Kara faking a friendship. I don't see her faking a relationship. I don't. I just don't. I don't see that yeah. as being a I don't know necessarily if I do either. I don't think it's in her wheelhouse of capabilities. Like, she's very good at a few things. And I, she's she's good. She's really good at what she's good at. Yeah. But I think as far as, like, manipulating people into thinking she's on their side, I don't see that as being a skill of hers.
0: I also had, like, a my life flash before my eyes moment where I had just a realization watching Kara last night where I was like, wow, like... Car is the star of this show.
1: Oh yeah, twelfth season, baby. She's a
0: star. She goes out and she does pu- publicity for it. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Her and Johnny—they're the two—they're the anchors.
0: And and I just—I re- remember when she was a, when she was fresh meat, when she was a little baby on this show. Yeah. And kind of being, you know, everybody sort of being into her, her being weird. And then that turning on everybody and people not liking her for some reason. And then her struggle to win. And then all of a sudden her rise to the top of the mountain.
1: Yeah, and I remember it. I witnessed her beat Anissa in the pit. I feel like that was like a big turn for her. Yeah. It was on uh, Bloodlines. Well, she-, she
0: has run. She has sort of run this trilogy as far yes. as for the women. Yeah. Um, And so uh, this trilogy has been her her this is her like uh her crown and cha- glory yeah this is her her what do you say crown and glory yeah is
1: that, crown and glory is that a thing crown and glory yeah it makes
0: it makes sense
1: Let's get back to the show. Anyway,
0: Cara, I'm a huge fan.
1: <laughs> so I am. Cara and Marie, they look like they might have had a fighting chance for a second in this maze. But as Nick has already said, Shane and Nelson were victorious. Uh, this is a great scene with Marie coming out of the maze covered in blue paint like Braveheart. Why? You know, what
0: happened? I think because she was, Cara was kicking in the door where Marie was on the other side and then there was like probably dust of paint that was on there and she was just kind of kicking the dust particles in her face. Yeah.
1: Makes sense.
0: She did look like fucking Braveheart though. Like straight up.
1: Yeah, she really did. Um, so then there's like this little sweet moment with Nelson and Shane where they have like a, an appreciation, team appreciation moment. And then Kara and Marie are sort of talking their exit interview after losing. And Kara's saying, There's only two girls left in the house. It can't be an all guys final. Yeah. That takes us to Redemption House, where Zach and Amanda are trying to talk outside. This is, uh, I don't want to say a produced moment, but it does feel like they are like, okay, now is the time that we speak to each other. And This was kind of hard to watch. It was a little uncomfortable. Amanda is saying, you know, sometimes the way you speak to me hurts my feelings. And Zach is saying, you didn't play our game. And then Amanda says, our game was always your game. And um, she gets up and walks away. And then Zach looks to the camera guy and says, is she not the most horrible person on the planet?
0: Uh, I'm so done with this sort of storyline. I really just want them to go home at this point. I don't need to see them do this for another few episodes i just don't zach's a bummer he's just bumming me out left and right like and now he's like a sad sack of shit because his nose (laughs) is like broken his face is swollen it's like you know and it's like uh, the way that he he talks to amanda is like there's something else going on here
1: what do you mean by that you said that last night
0: nobody is that mean to another person for that long like usually people soften up the rest of the people and their partners on this thing are best friends yeah Everybody. Yeah. Tony and Johnny, you know, you thought this was going to be the big vendetta because Tony took the money. I mean, that's the that's the closest vendetta we have. Right. Because he Tony went on to win some money and took it away from Johnny last season. Yeah. And they're best friends. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Marie and uh, Cara Maria. That's like the most real. uh, um, I would say one of the more real uh, vendettas we have on this show based on it happened not really happening on the show this is something that is uh, they were shit talking each other on the internet
1: yeah they did not like each other and
0: then you don't even have the added bonus of Tony and Johnny being both like you know pretty well known very good contenders on this show yeah when Cara has that added piece of fuck I'm stuck with the person who can't get out of the wicker box You know right. what I mean like there's none of that going on really with Amanda and Zach it's it's just some like other shit and I think it has something to do with possibly maybe they had some sort of a relationship in the past Mm. and he is trying to distance himself from her on camera so his girlfriend at home doesn't think that anything happened Mm. or his girlfriend at home jenna is going listen like we just got back together and you cheated on me two times um and i know that you have the ability to do that i swear to god if i see something on this show we're done and now he's walking on eggshells trying to keep women at a distance especially his partner who he's incredibly attracted to.
1: Wow interesting that you say that Um, this is a little social media thing.
0: Oh interesting I have no idea about the social media. I know
1: you don't that's why I was fascinated. Um, I don't know if you're right and that sounds very plausible. I do know that I, I like two weeks ago after that Their big episode aired, Amanda was tweeting that she was going to reveal something um, at the reunion that was going to basically destroy Zach. And I know that it really shook Jenna. Um, So
0: basically... She's saying that the tea is boiling right now. She
1: said the tea is piping hot Mm. and that Jenna was upset. Jenna was getting upset. And then at the reunion, it ended up um, not getting revealed because Sylvia and Shane had sort of talked her out of it. So I don't know what it is. I don't know what that means. I don't know like what that could be. But I think you might have a theory there. Listen,
0: take it from me. No one is that mean to a pretty girl unless there's some there's something behind it. There really it really it is true. Zach Clear You don't think
1: it could just be that she he just she's that annoying. No.
0: Because she's charming.
1: And she is sitting there just trying to connect with him. When she's like sitting there and she's looking at him and being vulnerable and saying, sometimes the way you speak to me hurts my feelings.
0: It, It would be one thing if she was a different person, I think. If let's say that she wasn't kind of funny. And sort of charming. You know what I mean? Like, she is funny and charming. I feel like we're getting that... Maybe we're getting a better edit for her. Because it does seem like everybody wants to say that she's crazy. But to me, that's charming. You know what I mean? Like, oh, she's like a little uh, wild animal. You know, she runs around screaming in people's faces. (laughs) But she's also like cute as a button you know what yeah. I mean? people as much as that's like a tough stereotype to deal with people like that yeah you know the cute little girl who's kind of feisty I yeah mean, zach would like that yeah. i think you know he's she's a competitor. also
1: good at challenges yeah she's, she's smart and good and you know ray sani past guest on the pod um pointed out to me on text message that Pe- amanda's like polarizing like her friends are like we love her she's great ride or die forever and then people who hate her are like we hate her we sign this petition to never have her on mtv again
0: i think i would like amanda in real life
1: i think i would too yeah that takes us to the main house where ominous music is playing in the boys room and then the team young bucks are sort of somberly celebrating this was a weird scene um where it's they're like young bucks and then johnny's kind of standing in the door and they're playing this da-da-da-da music didn't understand the point of that little clip
0: (laughs) the young bucks by the way they are the lamest group of folks in the world like just like we're gonna take over the world isn't that right devin devin's like yeah we're gonna do it
1: (laughs) (laughs) what uh, what is lame in that it's just like to me their enthusiasm yeah
0: it's just like you guys are so lame also it's like it's like we're gonna win all of us oh by the way once tony and johnny are out of this house you know, which in this episode could be this episode. Right. Uh, then they got to look around and go, all right, wait a minute. Do we all win now? Yeah. Or is this it? Did, did the Young Bucks win it? The, the Lavender Ladies and the Young Bucks just won a million
1: dollars. Let's like- not forget that Nelson and Corey, uh, Nelson and Shane got Corey out
0: no one is talking about the fact that they're going to have to start chewing their own heads off like you know what i mean like yeah. immediately yeah. johnny's bringing it up every once in a while but i want to see a little bit of development in that uh, it's
1: a little soon i think they are not feeling the pressure yet but maybe they already have a plan a little soon this show's been on for 6 months 45 years <laughs> i'm pretty sure this is the longest running challenge i've ever experienced no one goes
0: home i think that's why this <laughs> challenge feels so long it's just like a recycling situation the
1: redemption house is really stretching out this show the
0: redemption house first of all looks like a creepy dollhouse the little uh the exterior shot they have of it but let's speaking continue speaking
1: of the redemption house our next scene is everyone at the redemption house waiting to see who is going to walk through the door who lost the final who is going to show up and guess who it is folks Drumroll please They know Cara and Marie. (laughs) Amanda says, this is my worst nightmare. I don't want to be in the same room with Cara. Um, We get a really strange interview from Cam right after that, where she is. She's very excited that Cara and Marie are there, but she, um, I, I don't know, I wrote down very weird interview just because I, she was so Cam, excited. Cam has
0: odd energy in her interviews. Odd energy in her interviews. She
1: seems so cool and chill when she's socializing. She's uh, great in her candid shots. But then in her interviews, she's just always screaming at the camera.
0: Forgive me for doing an impression.
1: No, don't do it. Let's move on. Cara- wait, hold on,
0: I'm going to do it. Cam kind of does this in her interview. She's like, I want to say this thing and I'm up here and I'm talking to you, but you're very close to me, but I'm talking this high. Ever, that's a pretty, that's know actually I mean?
1: pretty good. It's like
0: a stilted yeah. recitation of what she's saying, but it's very high. Like, I can't believe Cara Maria is in this house right now. And you're just kind of like. I'm not too sure the energy you're trying to give off right now. Yeah. it's not. Um, she's taking her interviews into a different place. Yeah, it, when when you, normally people are trying to engage the camera, mm-hmm. hers it seems like she's trying to talk to the crew, like in the back, like she's right. playing to the back of the room. It is
1: interesting. It is interesting, especially because I feel like this season. Um, more than any other season, has had some real professional interview oh, man. people. Some good Shane, interviews. Shane, Davon, we got people who are giving great interviews, and unfortunately, we didn't get any from Davon this app. or or maybe one.
0: Now that uh, we're bringing up the interviews, um, I did mention last night. I'm I'm fairly certain Hunter is reading his his snippets from a cue card. Why? It sounds like he's reading. When the challenge came up, I didn't know who was going to win. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's it, take guys, take a look at Hunter when he's not giving something that is his own opinion on something. Like when he's got to sit, cause they use them to sort of set up the show. And so you could tell like a lot of the times when they're just like, so how'd you feel when you lost? And he was like, man, I fucking lost. It sucks. Like I want to win. Like there's emotion behind it. You can feel it. But then it's like, all right, now just explain like, um, what happened, how, to, how this challenge works. Uh, and then some of them are like, so you're going to have to climb up and then you got to put the ball in the hole. And it's like, how are we going to do that? And that's an impression of somebody who kind of understands how to do it. Yeah, Hunter is more like, I don't really know how to explain it. And then they have to write it down. And he's like, so what you do is you will walk up the hill and then put the ball in the hole. (laughs) And you're just like, you had to, you had to be told this 12 times and probably written on a piece of paper and held in front of you. It's so, my guess.
1: Yeah, I see that. I'm interested in Hunter's long-term career on the challenge. He's been, What's on, gonna he's been, gonna been happen on for a while. He's
0: been on for a while, He honestly. has.
1: But Is he ever going to win is my question? Are any of the young bucks I ever going to win? I think
0: he wins this challenge.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's your prediction? Yeah,
0: I think I think that they might win.
1: Oh, uh-huh. not who I have my money on.
0: Okay. Well, we'll, well I go- don't have my money on it, but I'm starting to suspect they might win. Why? They're not – no one's taking them – no one's going to take them out yeah they're scared of them as a team and they're a good team
1: joss and sylvia are stronger
0: no J- joss cannot beat ashley in anything what no i'm not joss uh sylvia cannot beat ashley in anything
1: i disagree with that
0: no no i'm telling you and I, and you know what let's be honest let's not pretend like the challenge isn't going to come down to like some sort of running
1: let's not pretend that the challenge isn't going to come down to three male teams that's what I'm saying. Let's not pretend.
0: I don't know. I think.
1: Speaking I'm, of, right, back right. at the Redemption House, Cara is talking to Cam and Kaylee, and she's saying, um, at least one all-girl team has to make it back in the house. That means if one of us pulls the double cross, we have to pick each other. So Cara is putting it out there: if if me or Marie picks the double cross, we are going to put you guys in with us, so that at least uh, one all-girl team gets put in there. Then we see Kyle pull Cara to the side, and he says, "Like if you pull the double cross, put anyone in but them. Anyone in but them." Kyle is really against Cara. Putting putting in Cam and Kaylee and I cannot figure out why. Kyle says, you know, we're not really friends about Kaylee. It's very confusing. Um then we see, it's confusing because I assumed all the English people were on the same side. And I don't understand what Kyle has against Cam and Kaylee. This is a strange moment that I think needs to be explored a little bit more.
0: Yeah, it doesn't even work itself out, really. It
1: doesn't, when you think about it. I mean, and maybe, did they hook up? Is that what happened? I'm, And he's saying like it's because Kaylee's aligned with Nelson. But it's like, surely that's not the issue, really, because who he wants them to pick Paulie and Natalie, or Davon and Jose, who are also aligned with? I'm confused. So, also happening at the Redemption House is Zach is being seen by a medic. He cannot breathe out of his nose. As you remember, two episodes ago, he got his face busted in the elimination that sent him and Amanda to the Redemption House. He's got a big old black eye, and he cannot breathe out of his nose. It seems like his nose might be broken. Then later in the Redemption House, lots of Redemption House this episode. We uh, we see Kaylee learning that Kyle um, talked to Kara about not picking Cam and Kaylee. Kara is telling Kaylee, and guess what, guys? She's pissed. Then that takes us straight to the double cross pulling. We have five teams pulling the double cross. That's Jose and Devon, Polly and Natalie, Zach and Amanda, Cam and Kaylee. Cara, and Marie. That is right. Why do I feel like we're missing a team? Are we missing a team from that?
0: You got, oh, uh, Jose and Davon.
1: I said Jose and Davon. Oh. Oh, Brad and Kyle. Brad six and Kyle. teams. Excuse me, guys. Um, six teams. So, TJ, you know, the master of reveal ceremonies, explains to us that on this particular purge, There will be two double crosses being pulled. That's right. That means four teams will be competing in Armageddon with two hoping to get back in the main house and two going back to the redemption house. Um, They go. They pull. Polly and Natalie go first. They don't pull the double cross. Ooh. Cam and Kaylee go second. They pull the double cross. Wow kylie and brad go third they pull the double cross whoa that means zach and amanda Cara and marie and um, cam and, uh, and Polly and natalie don't even have a chance to pull the double cross
0: tough tough beans guys
1: so this is what is going to happen next is that um they go back to the redemption house and cam confronts kyle and says you said you told Kara not to put us in if we pulled it um why did you do that cam just calls kyle out on his bullshit and the whole house turns against kyle pretty quickly and so what was it, it K- kyle's
0: the whole thing was uh because kaylee dates nelson mm-hmm. does that yeah but then Ka- kaylee's read? like
1: Kaylee's like we had an agreement coming into this house like you and I had like you me and Joss we all agreed to have each other's back like what the fuck it it doesn't really make sense this is just turns into one of those scenes where everyone's yelling at each other Brad gets involved he's screaming at Kaylee and he's saying you talk so much shit and then when she comes in you're kissing her ass. Who was he talking about here? Was he talking about Kara? It, he looked like he was looking at Amanda, but it makes sense for him to be talking about Kara in this scene. Why?
0: Who is, What? In which... Why is Kaylee having beef with Kara? Like, why would you think that?
1: It would make sense for Brad to be calling Kaylee out um, for talking shit about Kara because Kaylee is saying, Kara told me this. Kara's already involved in all of this beef. So it just makes... Sense, I guess, for because now it looks like Kara and Kaylee are getting aligned for yeah, Brad really to try and I, bust it up. I
0: don't know, but and I also feel like w- Brad's like trying to in his interview saying that like I'm seeing somebody trying to get in my uh, teammate's head, and I'm trying. It's like is is that really what's happening, or are they, are they just know. having like an argument? Like I don't understand, uh, you know, why Brad's got to be like the white knight here, and I don't and get show it. Show up and try to protect his grown man. You know, partner. He's you know 25.
1: I mean? Kyle's 25. Yeah, Never he, forget.
0: He's a grown man.
1: He's a child. No, Brad's just old. <laughs> mm. Brad's screaming, you talk so much shit, and then when she comes in, you're kissing her ass. Who is he talking about?
0: Yeah, we don't know. But this is gonna
1: haunt me forever. He,
0: he also says, like, the most old man shit in the world. He's like, there's only so much time I can watch somebody talk shit without handing them some toilet paper.
1: Yeah, sick burn, <laughs> and it's Brad. it's like, boom. <laughs> Mic
0: drop. I'm walking out. I gotta eat some geritol or whatever (laughs) my hemorrhoids are acting up
1: okay so guys the the next scene the redemption house is out on the town they're going out uh amanda says she's pretty confident that brad and kyler are going to put her and zach in cam she uh she seems to be sort of orchestrating a little plot here that honestly confuses me as they're out on the town cam is saying to kaylee look if we pick polly and natalie kyle and brad We'll pick Cara and Marie. And she's like, she Cam keeps being like, I have a plan to get four girls back into the, uh, the main house and all of this stuff. And it's like, but I don't understand because Polly and Natalie are a girl-guy team. Devon and Jose are a girl-guy team. Uh, Zach and Amanda are a girl How does this come down to gender politics is what confuses me on Cam's part. I think she just likes Polly and Natalie and are trying to find a way to get them back in the house.
0: Yeah, that and also I think... She is trying to find a way to not go to to not look bad for not trying to get asking another girl girl team.
1: Um, so like, I don't think she, she doesn't want to go against Cara. And she Marie. doesn't want to
0: go against Cara and Marie yeah. in something. That's
1: what it is. So she's so smart, and,
0: and, but she also knows on television. She's like, well, honestly, I'm I'm talking all this girl power shit, and it's like I should pick the other two-girl team. Yeah. But then she's like, actually, if I spin it to make it be like, I want to get two two two-girl teams in. So that's the reason why I don't want to go head-to-head with her because I want to make sure that both our teams win. Um, That and also there's a lot of – and it it was fun for a minute, but, like, honestly, Cam is losing me in this season. She's trying to push this – I'm like a – I'm a mastermind. I'm making all these crazy moves things so that later she could be called the mastermind on the next season or or in the This has been
1: interesting because if you've been listening to our podcast. She's too
0: self-aware of like what's going on.
1: If you've been listening to our podcast, Nick and I have been, especially me, and I think Nick too, pretty much Cam fans since Are You The One. Definitely. um, and definitely throughout her challenge career, she was a breath of fresh air when she came in. This season has been just a little it's cam's been a little I don't I, I don't know. May she, I say that she's being a bit fake? Maybe that's what you it know, is. I
0: mean, I feel like she's putting on airs a bit like this whole sort of, uh, you know, I I can tell she's trying to make a name for herself make a character the, I, And I and I, honestly I, I I'm not dumb. I know that's what you got to do on this show. You got to do it. And sometimes it works for me and sometimes it doesn't. Honestly, the big move she made in the beginning of the show where she got everybody to burn vote and then she controlled. Cool. That was cool. That was She's been cool. chasing that dragon for an entire season. And it's unfortunate. And so she here was trying to do another one of these sort of mastermind Cam things. Yeah. And I mean we'll talk about it, but I'm not too sure it's it's just kind of looking like she didn't really plan this one out and it doesn't really make much sense. And I don't know if it worked.
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, overall reality blows is a fan of Cam, but this is has not been her season to shine.
0: It could have been. It could have been. She just needs to let let the chips fall where they may. Like, you know what I mean? Play well. Like, uh, stretch a good sh- competitor. Start some shit up when you can, but don't sort of, you know, look at, a, at us, the viewer, and wink and go, Don't worry, I got a secret plan for all this. And then do some kind of goofy shit that doesn't really work out. To me, that means you were just, you're kind of looking like a tryhard. You know what I mean? No, it doesn't look good when you try. That's all. It's just got to come natural. You
1: got to try. It's the challenge. Yeah,
0: you got to try, but you got to make it look like this is just me, baby. That's all I'm doing. This is just me. Mm-hmm. Nelson. Nelson is incredible to me because he is just all id. You know what I mean? Yeah. He is just being Nelson. Yeah. And he's saying goofy shit. There was a moment on this show where he said it's the, it's the 2018th century. This
1: is That is the next scene that uh, we're about to discuss. Okay.
0: Well, we'll get into it. But I'm just saying when people are themselves, like purely themselves on this show and then play into that. It, it, it works his best. I think Cam got very excited when they gave her the Kill Cam sort of name a few seasons back, and she's been sort of chasing this, like, now I'm Queen Cam. Now I'm this. Now I'm that. And it's just like, no, no, no. Just, like, chill with Kill a Cam for a while. She's win Killicam all Kill a Cam
1: in Eliminations and Queen Cam in the Too many
0: things. And now she's going to be, like, the mastermind. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's doing all the slick moves and all this stuff. She's trying to be, like, a Wes. You know, it's like... I. I, I... Give it up. There's too much stuff going on. Just win your shit. Be killer cam. Win in competitions. And uh, I don't know.
1: um, I guess I'm done. Okay, that brings us to the main house where TJ is facetiming us. We're freaking out. That's when Nelson says, "What is this? The 2018 century?"
0: Okay, so let's talk about this for a second. When he says that, it immediately became a meme on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, is Nelson It became
1: so, a needy greedy. <laughs> yeah, it became
0: a needy greedy, but he didn't know needy greedy became a meme last week. Yeah. Because it, it was shot uh, earlier. This yeah. is on the can.
1: Yeah. Is Nelson trolling us? Is Nelson trolling us? Is Nelson trolling us? Guys, are we being trolled by Nelson? Does
0: Nelson know that it's not the 2018th century?
1: Does Nelson know it's not needy-greedy? Yeah. What
0: what does he know and what does he not know? (laughs) I really hope that he doesn't know these things. I want him to say these things and mean them because it, it makes me laugh. Yeah, I, I think it's funny. I think he's funny. He is funny. I've never had a season that has sold me on Nelson harder than this season. Brad,
1: your time here is done. Uh, see,
0: here is <laughs> the other thing. I mean, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But when see, he the said
1: that, when he said tw- that, when he beat him in an elimination, yeah, yeah, two two episodes.
0: Well, we're going to talk. Well, let's talk a little. We'll talk, we'll talk a little bit more about this. But I am starting to think, like, hmm, twenty eighteenth century. I think you knew that you were kind of being goofy there, and then later. We'll talk about it with Brad.
1: Well, this is a classic MTV Challenge airhead situation. I mean, we've seen it with Jenna, where they're like, Jenna, what's the capital right, of America? Right, right. And she's like, um, New York. Right, and right, you're right, like, right, okay. Right. You, and same with Nicole Zenata Zanata. Uh, Zanada, Nicole Z. Remember her? She'd be like, I don't know what's two plus four. Goyles. I like Goyles. Yeah. So it's hard to know who's, a, who's playing dumb and who's just kind of dumb. So... Even though I don't, Nelson's clearly smart. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Shane here. Shane
0: has brought the, the <laughs> best parts of Nelson out. Shane... Nelson
1: has brought the best part of Nelson out. We've always been Nelson fans, babe. No,
0: no, Nelson. I just kind of felt like he was just a loser. I've
1: always loved Nelson.
0: No, I was like, he's losing too much, and I he's love also Nelson. like calling out Johnny Bananas, and no. I just always kind of felt it to be lame.
1: Come on, what about when he went against Hunter in the elimination, and he was like, Hunter's the man that I want to be when oh, I grow that up. That was great.
0: There has always been pieces of it, but the Shane and Nelson like odd couple situation that's happening is so sweet and so fun and so funny it's cute it i enjoy this as a partnership and i feel like nelson has never been firing on all and he's also competing better than he's ever competed he
1: is doing really well i mean he's always been a good competitor but
0: no he's looking they're looking strong they are they they should be the favorites right now honestly yeah you're right because they they have the numbers and they're playing really well. So I, I I don't know. We'll see.
1: So then at the guy's room, um, we got all the the guys kind of talking in their bunks. And Johnny says, I think it's to Corey. No, it's to Nelson. He says, you've had two alliances shipped in. And um, this is a, a pretty big reveal, the fact that Johnny's losing it, man. He's not having oh, fun. Johnny
0: looks on edge. He does. In this scene.
1: Um, That takes us to Armageddon, and uh, the people from the Redemption House come on in. They see the main house cast. Zach says, I'm so happy to see Bananas and Tony. I'm ready to go in, I'm ready to compete. TJ then drops the bombs that Zach and Amanda have to go home. He knew that. He says, uh, TJ says, do you have anything to say? And Zach says, I don't regret a thing. And then Amanda says, you know what? I stick with my friends and it sucks we were put in this position.
0: Zach knew he was going home. They told him that before. And so his bullshit about the interview, like I saw Tony and Johnny and I'm kind of all pumped up. It's like, you're a fucking liar. You you were like, would you like, they were like, do you think you can compete? And he was like, no, I don't think so. Guaranteed. He had a. He could have made it look like he was fine and competed, but he did not want to. He wanted to go home. He was embarrassed. And then at, at the end of this, they go. Uh, you know, TJ goes. Well, that sucks, uh, Zach. You have anything to say for yourself? And he's like, I don't reg- regret one thing I did on this show. And then just kind of storms off. And he's got a big shitty, shit eating grin on. It's like dude you're you're such a lame bro like you shouldn't be back on this show like you're you're such a bad competitor sportsmanship wise it's it all around I mean the motherfucker wasn't on the show he like whipped a helmet like at people like when he lost like you know he he's got a bad attitude he is uh, not all he's cracked up to be as far as competing wise I mean maybe if it's like low octane bullshit but he gasses out and this i don't know zach i think zach's got to sit on his ass at home and honestly if that means we don't see jenna anymore i'm fine with it
1: you know it's unfortunate because i liked jenna so much and um for a good few seasons i was a big jenna fan hey i even got team jayla shoes okay that's how far i was into the jenna kayla sipping the juice but um is that (laughs) what it is sipping
0: the sauce i got uh team jayla shoes that's how far I was with
1: I couldn't figure out what I was trying to say I was
0: sipping that juice (laughs) Nick,
1: shut up I was trying to say I'm a fan of Jenna's and I think Zach might have ruined her for me you can can still be a
0: fan of Jenna's but I'm just saying I like Jenna I'm still a fan of Jenna but I'm just saying if if that there's not enough storyline to bring Jenna back if we don't have Zach back I think it's worth it
1: Okay, let's move on. So Cam and Kaylee come down. Brad and Kyle come down. These are the two teams that have pulled the double cross. Now we have to see which teams they are going to put in. Cam starts her um, speech off with, like, we came in here with the Vendetta. I'm going to let my partner pick their Vendetta, making it seem as if she's going to pick Pauly and Natalie. And then Kyle's like, don't do it, Cam. Don't do it. I'm not going to pick Kara. I'm not going to pick Kara." So Cam is trying to set it up so that she picks Pauly and Natalie, and Brad and Kyle have to pick Cara and Marie. And then... Kyle's saying, Don't do it, Cam. I will not pick Kara's team. And Kara is saying, remember when I sent you to a final, which was last season, when Kara decided basically to put Kyle in a fire in a final over Leroy. Kara, how do you feel about that now? Would love to hear that.
0: Straight up lame shit that she did that.
1: Yeah, Leroy was her friend for many, many seasons. Yeah. And
0: Le- Leroy rules. And, yeah. and and honestly, Leroy's not on this show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nobody even talked about that. Where is Leroy?
1: I don't know, but Leroy's great.
0: Leroy's great. He needs a win, all that shit. Um, Hopefully, he's just kind of licking his wounds. He's kind of preparing. He's training, and we'll see him back after this bullshit trilogy is over. Kara
1: not putting Leroy in was a big bummer last season, and so she's saying to Kyle, I put you in a final. You have to pick me, and Kyle's like, I'm not going to pick you, and then we see a little interview where he's like, Cam's trying to orchestrate some shit, and like- I'm not gonna pick Kara. If you play the player, you're gonna get played. Whoa. Um did so you write that. Cam and Kaylee pick Kara and Marie. And as soon as they do, Kyle says, Kara, I would have picked you anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Honestly, it made me laugh.
1: It did. It made me laugh too. Yeah. Um, Kyle and Brad, who are they going to pick? Kyle picks Polly and Natalie. I am shocked by this. He picked Polly and Natalie between Davon and Jose. Cam says they picked them because they think they can beat them. Kyle and Brad hate Polly and Natalie. At least they definitely hate Polly. Polly broke up Brad and Brittany, and Polly is you know a threat to Kyle's relationship with Kara. In Kyle's mind, it's strange to me that they are giving them a chance to get back into the main house. What
0: do you think is really happening here? Because I was kind of confused. so I'm thinking that. Natalie, I'm thinking Kyle and Brad are on Tony and Johnny's side. Natalie is on Johnny's side yeah Polly could be on johnny's side because oh because of even though they're beefing yeah even though they're beefing like over all that stuff like that's just kind of he said she said like as far as the game goes yeah they're more on they're all on the same side
1: interesting because what are they no
0: they they're not natalie's not on kaylee's side god no you Uh -uh. know what i mean and kaylee is part of the is in lavender ladies is she not
1: Um, she's... She's got more ties. Cam
0: and Kaylee have more ties to Lavender Ladies. That's better for that alliance because of Nelson and Shane. Kaylee is the connection there. So, honestly, Natalie... Nelson is to Kay- Kaylee as Natalie is to Johnny. Mm. And I kind of feel like... Well, I Polly is Polly going Ka- with
1: Kara, and Kara is going with Johnny. You don't
0: think of that because really there's a weird love triangle where right. they all hate each other because of that, but they're still more they're on, still their, on the each same other's alliance. side. They're, they, yeah, they're scorned lovers, but they're in the same alliance.
1: Nick, that's a good point. I thought it was coming down to the fact that Devon and Jose beat Polly and Natalie in Armageddon. And so they were like, well, we don't want to go against the team that beat the other team. We'll go with the team that lost. I thought that's what I was going think they, on, but I think, they I would think have, you're onto something. I think
0: they would have a better chance of beating Davon and uh, Jose in anything uh, over Pauly. <clears throat> I think because, I think Polly's a very good athlete. Yeah, uh, but it, Natalie
1: seems to be like, I don't know, a little wet noodle.
0: That's, exactly. <clears throat> she does seem like a wet noodle, but... I don't know. I I just think that uh,
1: I think you're onto something with this alliance. And unfortunately, it does mean we have to say goodbye to Jose and Davon. They were not picked, which means they're going to leave. They do not go back to the redemption house. They go home. And I just want to say, Jose and Davon, thank you so much for this season. Good game. game. You guys were great. I really enjoyed both of you. And I hope to see you back on the challenge.
0: Gracious losers, by the way. I think they had already realized that they weren't going to win this show, that the numbers were just going to be stacked against them. The odds were stacked against them. But it, I had never seen um, a ploy for to be on the following season of a show more than when they kind of were eliminated. Their exit
1: interview basically said is like, we came in here, we became friends, but more importantly, we made enemies yeah, and so we'll we can't back. wait to come back.
0: They, they were both like, well, we'll be back. And they were ve- they had big smiles on. I think they did do well. And um there's a lot there. If, if they MTV, don't come back seriously. to the
1: challenge, it's because they don't want to.
0: Yeah, seriously. I mean, honestly, they they were both hilarious and yeah. they both play the game really well. And yeah. they're also like... They're, they, they know how to play this game in like a shitty way too where like they're... Making people think that they're going to vote with them, but then they're not, and they're throwing people under the bus. They I are feel fun.
1: Like also, Davon's already got a couple memes out of her performance on Final Reckoning. Her her uh, yelling at Ashley Brooke Mitchell, um, uh, like two episodes ago, where she's like, "Fuck you, bitch!" Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like that. that, um, that has, I've seen that at least a hundred times on great. social media. Loved it. So that takes us. So we got our four teams that are going to be competing in Armageddon, and we learned that the game they are playing is going to be called. That's the ticket. It's a basically sort of a lottery type um, game. You have big wheels full of balls and uh, one competitor turns the wheel and then a person from the other team is inside the wheel and they have to try and get five balls that are the exact numbers they want into the slot in order to to win where the problem comes with this is that the person turning the wheel is going to be messing you up you're looking for a ball with a certain number on it and then they turn it they jerk you you end up on your head this was a bloody game Yo,
0: really this was dangerous this
1: was dangerous and it was interesting that um i i liked though that the teams played side by side and that that it felt very high stakes it felt i hate to say it but the danger of it um made it a little bit more entertaining nick does that make me a bad person
0: um it was it was i was all into the entertainment portion of this yeah. um until
1: until the second until round. the second round. Okay, so we'll get into the first round. It was first round was Cam and Kaylee against Kara and Marie. Um, Cam was turning the wheel and Kaylee was in the ball and then Kara was turning the wheel and Marie was in the ball. But so Kara was turning the wheel that Kaylee was in and Cam <laughs> was turning the wheel that Marie was in. Does that make sense, listener? Yes. Um Cam's strategy was to spin at erratic times. So she was like, I want to make this unpredictable, whereas Kara seemed to just really be chugging along right there in the beginning, and Kaylee's flipping around, and she can't seem to find her bearings. Um, this was neck and neck, and Marie, Kara points out, is in the zone. She's focused like never before. It got down to four out of five balls on each side, and it was neck and neck. And then, drum roll please, Bum-ba-da-bum. Kara and Marie win. Wow. Yeah. Marie did it. Marie did. It. and Cara says to her i'll always listen to your gut from yeah, now on that's
0: so nice it was sweet and then- so so that must have been in reference to uh, marie saying put me in the ball yeah because we didn't see that yeah but that must be what she's saying please just put me in the ball let me do this and yeah. car was like fine you can do it yeah and then uh, they win i mean must be I, maybe not but that's what i was uh, inferring
1: it must be but you would also think that car would be the one cranking that wheel because that looked like a lot of upper body strength necessary
0: and marie looks like she's kind of strong yeah, that's Honestly. true. Um, this
1: is a very yeah. cute scene between the two of them at the end. They decide on the hashtag Car Marie, and they're just being real adorable, and it's heartwarming. Yeah, it's
0: nice. I like it.
1: Next up is Kyle and Brad against Polly and Natalie. Um, Natalie seems very worried. She's being kind of negative, and Polly kind of snaps her out of it a little bit. And then Polly says he's waited a long time to beat these two. These are Polly's original vendetta Ky- vendettas, Kyle and Brad. They're the reason Polly and Natalie went into the redemption house first um and Polly wants to get revenge so Polly is cranking the wheel that brad is in and kyle is cranking the ball that natalie is in this is rough in the beginning in the beginning natalie is being whipped around like a little rag doll and and mtv turns up the sound on her going out 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 which ow, is funny for ow, a
0: minute <laughs> i laughed for a minute um Kyle, actually Brad and Kyle, like their little pregame uh, talk. Uh Brad's like, All right, I'm gonna go as fast as I can. And he looked over at Kyle. He's like he's like, You gotta you gotta you gotta keep her moving, man. You gotta keep that wheel spinning. And uh, I believe Kyle says, I'm gonna turn her into liquid
1: oh my god um, and he basically does oh
0: man he cranks this thing so fast and so hard that she's really just being spun like a blender yeah and really just and and we saw the blood that uh, marie had on her knees and stuff and she wasn't being cranked nearly as fast and as hard yeah as natalie's being cranked here um and uh it becomes just almost violent
1: it becomes violent and it she's just is getting tossed around
0: you can hear johnny bananas go dude give her a chance you're gonna kill her like you hear yeah. people in the back like not having fun with this right
1: and then we get a little interview with ashley mitchell who's like is she dead and she's is she dead <laughs> and she's kind
0: of laughing when she said yeah I actually which made that me a laugh as too well.
1: much guess what y'all Polly and natalie win it's i crazy. cannot believe it. it is crazy i cannot I, believe it,
0: it it took a while though i mean it was um brad had like four balls in, uh, Natalie had one ball in and then all of a sudden she started creeping back. Brad trying to do it. What happens is because Kyle spun so fast in the beginning, he gassed out. Yeah. Natalie hung in there. Yeah. And, uh,
1: and it looked like Polly was gassing oh. out too. He fell off the ledge. Yeah, he
0: was he had no more upper body strength that actually the weight and the, the force of the of the crank knocked his <laughs> ass off the fucking ledge and he fell on the ground. And I've never heard people laugh harder than when they saw Polly fall off yeah. that ledge. I would have been laughing hard too. But um I mean he gives up. He really just like stops and he looks over at Natalie's ball and he's like, Natalie, you just gotta get it, man. Yeah. You just gotta get it. And she does she wins this thing it's incredible i mean she even comes up like at the end of this like looking around going how did i win how did i win this yeah because she thought she was fucking dead you know what i mean
1: everybody's there johnny's at the ball he's like good job you did good they are back they are friends again. This was part of um, this scene was then at the end, you know, Polly says, I know Natalie's excited to get back in the house. And she's like, yeah, I want to see Johnny. He's still my friend. Yeah. And it's interesting because we didn't see them be friends at all no, this season. All. Yeah. I mean, we saw it last season, but for for this now to be part of the edit is kind of weird. And I'm wondering, is it because Johnny has no friends?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that's it, guys. Polly and Natalie won. Oh, excuse me. That is not it. This this episode is not over because after this scene everyone is mingling again and then Kaylee tells Nelson that Brad was yelling at her and Nelson's like what you were yelling at my lady at the at the redemption house you were yelling at her when I wasn't around to protect her and then Nelson starts yelling at Brad and then it looks like they're gonna fight I don't know Because the show ends on that. Well,
0: Brad, Nelson, this is what I was saying before, alluding to. Nelson starts going, Brad, your time here is up. Brad, your time here is up. He's saying it again. Which I'm like, how? why does he, he must have been so pleased with himself when he said that, (laughs) that he was thinking about that for, you know, however many weeks. I mean, it was
1: really the highlight of the season. Uh, But
0: to me, I'm like, ooh, is he more self-aware? Then I'm then I'm giving him credit for.
1: Yeah, he's pretty self-aware, I
0: guess. But it's just like, is it the twenty eighteenth century? Like, you know what I mean? Are we are we the, down to the, the nitty greedy. Like, I don't know what's going on.
1: I'm pretty sure this episode ends with Nelson showing Brad his butt and saying, you can spank me. Yeah,
0: that was a little odd. I'm like,
1: what is happening? Um,
0: so, yeah, this was a good episode. I- I'm gonna say I'm like, very excited about next episode because it's like they called it like the viewers uh, the the viewers appreciation episode. Next I was, like,
1: week's episode looks just like nothing but fighting.
0: Well, they call it. They say it's a th- like. T.J. in the promo for it said it was a viewer's uh, uh, appreciation episode. What does that like, mean? Well, I know what it is because everybody's favorite challenge they're playing, which is oh. trivia. And so they're doing spelling or trivia uh, or something I love like that. Trivia. And we get to see how dumb these motherfuckers are. Yeah, they're going to be like. It's a lot of fun. Oh,
1: it's so I, fun. And I, and
0: I got very excited when I found that out. Now, I want to say this. I forgot to mention this before. During the daily challenge, or no, the first elimination challenge where Kara and Marie lost to Shane and Nelson. Yeah. And meet me in the middle. Yeah. It was film. Phil- <laughs> filmed so incredibly I've never been taken in by a challenge more on this show because mm. they had body cameras on and yeah. it was like it was filmed like it was almost like a video game like as they were smashing through walls cameras were like flipping upside down yeah and transi- it was exciting the way they filmed
1: it that. was more challenges please
0: yeah it was really really good this was a good episode this um, was a good episode uh, this show has picked up the past three episodes I would say the past so. five. yeah it's it's it, we're, we're back we had a little bit of it, it opened up slow with a lot of of slow-ass. We fell down a
1: Kyle Faith. Cara polyhole yeah. for too long, and we're out of that
0: now. And I'm very excited because this is a lot more fun. It's yeah. uh, it's getting down to the needy greedy. So we're truly, make sure
1: you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. You can find us on Twitter at Reality Blows Pod. You can email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail You can find me on Twitter at Ashley B Roberts, and you can find Nick on Instagram at Nick maritato That's M A R I T A T O. And as always, may the TJ have the one liners for you.
0: But not too many because then it becomes lame. Good night.
1: Bye.